Hello dear listeners and welcome to the brand new episode of the Decisions and Dreams podcast. Let me ask you a quick question. Have you ever thought about turning your passion or idea into a real profitable business? Or are you someone who has been thinking about changing their career path but don't know how? If so, then today's episode is for you. You will get to hear from two incredible people. We are going to talk with this young entrepreneur who believed in his business idea and is now the founder and CEO of a company we are also going to hear from an english subject teacher who went on to be a self taught web developer to f- follow her passion in coding interesting right so whether you are a student or an aspiring entrepreneur or an employee of a company buckle yourself up grab your headphones and get ready to listen to some amazing life stories I am Aishwarya Zamdade from India your host for today's episode and now I would like to welcome our guest Mr Shubham Purandare the young CEO and Ms Candid Sai the passionate web developer Hi Candy and Shubham thank you so much for being here Hi Aishwarya Hi Aishwarya Okay great so let's start by getting our listeners to know about you a bit little Candy Hi, I'm I'm Candy and I'm currently a full stack developer at HTC Healthcare. So HTC is known more for phones, but we also do healthcare and currently this year and like at 2020 2021 we're helping a lot with the COVID-19 situation here in Taiwan. So it's also a good social impact as a full stack developer and I'm really happy to be here. Yay. So Candy, uh you're a self-taught full stack developer. How did this field catch up your interest? I mean, how did you first get attracted towards web development? Well, so before um because I don't have a computer science background, so I've never imagined myself to be anything close to a developer, but uh my first internship was actually at a edtech company which was focused on teaching english and at that time i was kind of the editor and also a tutor over there and we had very tedious work we had to do like um putting html stuff in google doc and so i thought that this is not what i want to do i might have to focus on creating the content so that's why i started like writing code from copy and pasting from stack overflow and then somehow i got got like a little tool up and working and when the company saw that they asked like do you instead want to be like a web developer intern so that was kind of how i got started <laughs> okay that's an interesting story and copying from stack overflow is like everyone's beginning story that's great so shubham please introduce yourself Okay hello Aishwarya hello Candy so i'm Shubham Purandare i'm a young entrepreneur i'm the founder and ceo of in prospect technologies it's a edtech startup in pune and we are trying to help the universities to get digital so i'm a ex barclays employee and in the lockdown i just decided to uh, you know quit my job and do this thing full time so i'm on this incredible struggling journey of being an entrepreneur so i guess that's all about me <laughs> all i can okay. say Okay that's nice. So Shubham on the similar question that I asked Candy you said you started your journey as a developer and now you are the CEO of your own startup. So mm-hmm. how did this 360 degree turn happen in your life? Okay great question. So as you rightly mentioned I I am a tech guy 
I completed my computer mm-hmm. science degree and I joined as a software developer at Barclays. And, you know, it was a day job and we were just coding all day. But after a point, you know, when I was in my college, I always wanted to start something of my own. We started with this journey when we were in the college, but we were not pretty sure that if we really want to do this, but there is one thing called as passion, which, mm-hmm. which drives you crazy. And that is something which happened to me. And I, I thought that this is probably the right age where I can experiment something with myself. And once, you know, once I get a lot of liabilities, I won't be able to experiment. I won't be able to take some risks. So this is the age where you can, you know, do a lot of mistakes. So I thought if, if let's try this, if we get success, you know, we'll get a lot of money. If we don't, we'll get a lot of learning. So that's how this 360 degree turn. I guess that's it. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's definitely an inspiring story. And yes, I agree. Passion drives you crazy. So, yeah. So I really wish to know what was your inspiration for your current roles, like talking about your candy. Please tell us about your current job and the experience that you got from working at your current position. So um, currently, I mentioned before, I worked at HTC and I'm a full stack developer. And what I do from day to day, like what my daily life looks like is like from eight, nine to five, I code a lot and so I've picked up most of my um, coding skills here, so which I appreciate that a much. I appreciate the company very much for this because not a lot of company actually take on, especially the big companies, they don't really take on people who don't come from a um, familiar background. So that's what I'm really grateful for. So at first I started doing front end stuff and then after a while, I got a chance to pick up some backend technologies as well, such as Golang and everything. And now I'm a little bit into DevOps, so with Kubernetes and Docker. So that was a lot of learning on my side. Okay, that's great. So coming back to you, Shubham, you transitioned from being an employee to an employer, right? Mm-hmm. So which means you must have got a chance to experience both the worlds for mm-hmm. a pretty decent amount of times. So please tell us what are your thoughts about these two roles Mm -hmm. uh, of employer and an employee and the perspectives that go behind these two roles. So first of all, I would, you know, I would uh, like to clear one thing that employer is a very big word. Okay. When you talk about employers, it's like, I I always imagine as, you know, big companies employing thousands of people in startup, Uh the things are very different. Okay, so, mm-hmm. you know, the biggest difference uh, of being a developer and being, you know, a founder and CEO is that uh, the ownership. Uh, when I was a developer mm-hmm. at Barclays, and if, if anyone called me at, on Saturday on my weekend, when I was, I'm just chilling out, saying that, hey, Shubham, you need to, you know, complete this task. I was, I, I used to be least bothered. I used to be like, I'm enjoying my weekend. Let me enjoy it. Right? You know, mm-hmm. I'm not accountable to you on weekends. So being an you know being an employee you're paid for what you do in your weekdays and you're not accountable for the, the entire life but on when i come on this side there is nothing or the, there are no excuses that i can give to anyone like my entire team can mm-hmm. give me excuses An entire team can tell me anything but i cannot give any excuses to any any anyone so that's the biggest difference you need to own your stuff you need to be responsible you need to when you're doing something you have to expect that things will go wrong and you need to stand strong over there. I guess 
that's why entrepreneurship is difficult because you, you need to work for 18 hours a day you know 365 days of year you don't you can't take breaks you can't say that i'm on a vacation because i had this personal experience that i had i had been to this vacation um there is a famous place in india called as goa uh, so i i I'd, you know i had been to there but i got some client calls and i had to attend it there was no running behind you know i i couldn't tell them that i'm on a break and we you know talk tomorrow so that can't be done so you need to be mentally strong and mentally prepared for such scenarios and i guess that's the biggest difference of being an employee and employer i hope that answers your mm-hmm. question i in my opinion this was the perfect answer for my question so yeah i swear let's breathe let's can wait <laughs> yeah. let's let's breathe <laughs> yeah good idea yeah I actually like that answer because I I'm on the employee side and I totally understand if I get called like on Saturdays and Sundays to do something it's like really really <laughs> frustrating. Candy candy one thing uh, one thing uh, you know I I'm I'm going to talk a lot about the employee mindset. Okay. So um, it's about the people who are not passionate. Okay. Mm-hmm. So don't take this thing personally. I don't I don't want to offend you. Okay. Oh, you're not offending me because I I kind of I do understand because I think this is also different from startup and a glo- like a company right now. I definitely can feel before I was intern interning at a startup, it was definitely different because everybody was like together and trying to do like at aim at the same goal, but right now like right. I have some colleagues that have family and like they have to take care of their family and all that. So right. it's different. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. So moving ahead let me tell you candy you truly are an inspiration to those people who want to get into programming late in their career but have no prior knowledge and you shubham i must praise your courage for not only coming up with an entrepreneurial mindset at such a young age but also achieving it by building your own company and workforce right so since you're an employer now uh, you must have hired people to work under you So what according to you are much needed skills for a newbie to get their first job in tech industry so it may be technical soft skills or whatever what are the preferred skills mm-hmm. yeah so basically you know when we talk about freshers and recently i'm hiring a lot of freshers in my organization so you know uh, i'll tell my own experience because i don't know what other employers look for when we are freshers it's very clear that we we are not experts in technology that's why we are being called as freshers right mm-hmm. at that point of time any employer is looking for a learning attitude and you know when we have a lot of meetings about any with any placement service or anything there is one single point which each and every employer keeps on repeating that the guy should have a good attitude he should have a learning attitude that is i guess the most needed thing and one more thing that don't try to fake yourself i can see many 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 students you know coming out of college and they are so rigid they are not in a uh, right attitude to you know grasp anything they are like okay i'm a i'm a you know great developer in react native i'm a full stack developer and there was this incidence when you know this guy told me that he's a full stack developer i said okay what's the stack he said i'm a android developer so i said And how are you a full stack developer i know everything about android mm-hmm. that is not full stack that is front end okay but he was not in the attitude where he would understand what i'm trying to tell him so that's a bad thing 
when you are mm-hmm. going for any interviews the most important thing try to have a good attitude and try to accept that okay i am just a fresher it's okay if i don't know things you should assure the employer that okay if you give me 10 days i am going to learn this new skill every 10 days you will get a new skill grasped into me that's a kind of thing which every employer looks for i guess mhm that is a great answer i completely agree with you on that because mm-hmm. now people of my age who are starting with their career i have observed in my colleagues and uh, co-workers that when they are new they tend to focus on the technical skills more than the soft skills you were talking about so uh, these technical skills can be taught but when we think about suppose communication skills you have to practice it practice it no one can teach you or learning skills you just have to have it so right. this is a very important advice for people of uh, my age who are just starting with their career yeah so now to move ahead many of our listeners would be surprised to know that candy is not only a working for professional but at the same time she is also one of the scholars in the bertelsman tech scholarship in that twin data track right so uh, candy i'm sure everyone would agree that uh, one must never stop learning so what was your motive behind applying to this data track like was it just for exploring the domain or you had some purpose in it well to be honest it was like um i saw it and i was like oh why don't i try apply for it because i know nothing about like data and all that mm-hmm. and then because this time they didn't actually have to uh let you fill out all those applications so i just clicked apply and then got an email that i like i got in so i was really happy and it was like my first time doing something that's very data related because before all uh, my work experience has all been like do- building apps building websites and like doing back end stuff so data is pretty new for me because what i usually do is i send the data to a database and somebody else will analyze that data and i don't take a second look at it like i only take a look at it if they said that we're saving the wrong stuff but that's mm-hmm. like all i know about data and i thought like just as shipham said i like i don't know everything so the attitude is the most important part so i take like on everything every chance that i can learn new stuff and then try to put that under my tool belt when i go like into my next interview for example yeah mhm what a great example that answer the question i don't know yes, yes. definitely definitely they <laughs> also got a live example of how learning attitude helps us in life so it's great so far So also candy i think the major shift in your career was when you decided to be a web developer that to a self taught web developer so how has that journey been so far so it it's a kind of a rough journey i have to say because i don't have any background knowledge so you have to be very um how do i say that like you can you have to be very courageous at embarrass yourself because you can you have to go up to other colleagues and ask them really dumb questions they were like oh i i kind of learned this in my freshman year or something like that but i'm not afraid to be laughed at because i know i don't know anything about this and the only way i can grow is try to learn from my colleagues um people around me because they're coming from um universities that are very pres- prestigious and they know a lot about computer science that i don't know so I think I've just kind of gaining knowledge from everybody around me and mm-hmm. also the internet of course. 
yeah yeah so thank you candy for mentioning such valuable points like i'm sure it's equally useful to our listeners so now coming back to you shubham see i believe entrepreneurship is always related to doing something but in an innovative way right so can you please share with us what's innovative about your business idea like what sort of services does your startup provide yeah great so uh, mine is a edtech startup that is educational technology mm-hmm. startup okay so we are basically tech enablers for the university schools colleges coaching classes to go digital okay so one liner of uh, you know my startup is that uh, what is going digital what is what do you mean by going online it is not just conducting lectures online that's an alternative to offline lectures but if you have the technology in your hands then you should use it appropriately there is a famous saying that nowadays technology is not at a circum uh, it is not at a circumference of education it is at a center of education mm-hmm. that's what we are trying to do we are we are trying to provide quality assurance mechanisms in education so very small example we have launched something called as feedback based learning so very simple thing right okay. now i am talking something how do i ensure that aishwarya and candy are understanding everything in a typical setup i am going to assume i am going to safely assume that candy has understood everything which i spoke about right now but that may not mm-hmm. be the case right and what if candy is shy what if she is not bold enough to come to me and say that she have not understood this what would happen she would just lose that topic right so we have developed a very you know a smart tool where i tell the system as a faculty that i am going to teach xyz topic in 10 days and when that topic is completed the system constantly keeps a track of asking candy and making sure that are you confident on this topic if you are not do tell us right now and if you are not confident then why didn't you understand this the time was insufficient what was the what what were the parameters so by such things we are trying to understand the student learning analytics we are trying to understand mm-hmm. the students learning trends because you know nobody nobody should be judged only based on their marks there are hell lot of parameters that are going in hand when it comes to examination so we should understand the confidence level the uh, we should understand how well the students are understanding the topic so that's what we are trying mm-hmm. to do using our software we are trying to help the universities coaching classes to help them understand their students we are trying to build their profiles we are trying to you know help the students know themselves better so that's in a nutshell what we are doing okay this is so cool i mean i'm sure it is definitely helping the students out there but you know it's human nature to just admire the positives of people's lives and to assume that it just came up uh, without any hardships but it is not true most of the times especially for the one who has found success after hundreds of failures and years of dedication all uh, right so keeping that in mind both of you have achieved and experienced so much at relatively young age so let's start with shubham please tell us about your struggles as the ceo of the startup of yours maybe before or after you took up that post but let's discuss the struggles now okay how many hours do i have to talk about my struggles <laughs> okay jokes <laughs> apart uh well there are a lot of struggles and you know first of all i would i would like to tell everyone that you know please remove the glamour that you have you might have in your mind about entrepreneurship i have i've seen a lot of people uh, watching wolf of wall street and you know uh, taking up entrepreneurship as their passion it is nowhere close to wolf of wall street it is nowhere close to what they have shown in the in the movie the social network it is we are nowhere close to it 
A CEO is a person who has to be the be the caretaker, who has to be the cleaner, who has to be the financer, who has to be every single thing in this organization. Right? Mm-hmm. He cannot he cannot just tell himself that okay, I'm the boss, and people should listen to me. He is the person who is finally going to be in charge and held responsible for what what at all is happening in 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 the organization. Okay, it's a very tough job. and what you need to do we need to know when you are doing this job is the mentality that you know things are going to go wrong and mm-hmm. it's not that it's 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 that easy because if it's a very simple thing if it 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 would have been so easy every would have everyone would have done it right but uh, many the number of entrepreneurs is very less and many you know very less people are succeeding into it so that's a basic reason it's very hard talking about the personal challenges so first personal challenge is that i did not have a any kind of business background and coming from zero business background it's about the again it's about the mentality it's about the business mentality that i lacked i still lack so that's a very important thing when you know when it when it comes to uh, when it comes to entrepreneurship i did not know how to do business i did not know what is it to to make a successful company you have to you have to make sure that you are you are learning every single day you tell yourself that okay i am not i am not a good entrepreneur i am not a good businessman but i want to become one so i have done you know after working 16 hours a day i have i have spent the rest 2 hours of my day watching some tutorials doing some courses so it's it's hard and you need to just commit to it every single day i guess that's all okay this was so insightful and it was kind of eye opening for us but how is it different i mean i'm sure everyone has their own struggles but mm-hmm. How are the struggles of a CEO of a startup different from uh, the CEO of uh, some well-developed company? Like, <laughs> can you share your insights on that? Well, I don't know what are, what what are the struggles of a what of Tim Cook, who is the CEO of Apple. <laughs> I don't know it, but you know, on a very high level, what I can tell is, you know, there is a. I always frame it in this way: What is the difference between a businessman? and an entrepreneur or what is the difference between a business and a startup mm-hmm. the difference is that when you call, when you say that you have a business it's you know it's a scale you are trying to scale up you are trying to go multi city you are trying to go international you are trying to go you know go global in startup you are trying to survive you are trying to make sure that there is a tomorrow for your startup and i don't have to wind up today that's a basic struggle of the cash flows which every ceo has to go through every single night mm-hmm. so the struggles are definitely I, i would say there are a lot of a lot of more struggles when it goes to you know uh, the, for apple but i would say that there are a lot of helping hands to them as well over here people uh, you haven't created that trust factor in front of your clients uh, to your investors to anyone you're just starting off first of all you, what you need to do is you need to make sure you are ensuring trust in their minds when you do that then things are pretty much simple to you i guess that's the basic struggle till you uh, you know create a lot of trust in the minds of your investors clients and employees okay so like as i was listening to this answer another question popped up in my mind uh, like what i wanted to ask is is it Uh, too difficult to uh, find for investors in your startup. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, in general it is very hard to find investors because uh, the basic philosophy behind it you have to convince 
someone else to you know believe in your idea and that's pretty hard okay so i would you know uh, to be very honest our startup is still a bootstrapped one and i think the first round of investment is always very difficult because uh, because once you know you get one investor in then for getting a second investor you can always you know uh, say that look i have one investor so he has already trusted you know so the trust mm-hmm. you have a lot of trust factor when you go for your second third fourth round of investment but when it comes to first round of investment it's 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 uh, you know uh, 100 times more difficult than a second round of investment and uh, typically i also have a different uh, perspective when i look at investments uh, i think you know entrepreneur should first give it a try to make it bootstrapped so in bootstrap mm-hmm. means putting your own money okay so i i do understand uh, after hearing my statement many pe- many young people will think that what if we don't have money so what should we do even i did not have any money i've you know i've invested lakhs of money into this startup till now in like 3 years i did not have all the money all by myself so that is the reason i took up a full time job i was earning okay. something in my full day mm-hmm. job and i was investing the entire amount in this startup when i realized this money is not enough and i'm still a long way to go to you know get my first paycheck from the clients we started doing some service assignments some mobile app development then you know some web development we started doing some side assignments that gave us some extra cash that we reinvested into you know the product development when you do this there are two advantages first advantage is that you become more confident on what you are doing what if you get a 1 million dollar investment and you you lose the passion you say that i'm getting bold that investor will kill you okay on the other hand you are struggling you are you know putting your day jobs money into this you are you are you know you are coding for the entire night and try to get some get some extra cash and if you still persist doing this then you can be rest assured that you really want to do this so uh, when it when it is a time of investment it is not about how how well you are convincing the other person it's all about how well you are convinced by yourself that you really want to do this and invest and you know that is a very reason because investors understand that what is a fake idea and what is a real idea how many people are just coming in front of them are having a fake glamorous image of being an entrepreneur as against that how many people are really committed to their vision so investors do understand this and we as young entrepreneurs we feel that uh, great, uh, you know having great pitch decks is going to solve my problem but that's not the case to understand the person so i would suggest that if uh, if if this interview has been is been heard by any um, new entrepreneur try considering the bootstrap option first rather than going directly with your investments i guess that's all okay yes that's a great piece of advice very uh, informative and i guess like this kind of real talk when we talk about actual investments is what helps people and to think practically so moving ahead and what about you candy you might have faced problems while you tried to find job without a degree or maybe while you were you were getting started and learning so please share something about it with us Okay, so I'm able to share some of the obstacles I went into, but they're probably not as big as Shipham's obstacles because he has to keep the startup afloat, and all I have to do is try to keep my code afloat. So, um, 
because I come from like another background. I was doing editing work and um, writing articles as part of the internship. So one of the biggest obstacle when transferring to become a developer is that sometimes when you write code, it's going to get bad in the end and you have to refactor stuff. So sometimes you find yourself going back to point zero and that's very frustrating because if you're writing or editing something, it's like how much time you put into it, you usually get some output out of that. But that's pretty hard for coding like as a beginner as well, because I can see that after two days after I looked at my code, maybe I saw something that I could do better and I refactor it. And then when you're refactoring code, you feel like you're very non-productive, like you're just doing um, tedious work or just not moving forward. And that's very frustrating for me. And for, I think for people that don't come from an engineering background, because we don't, we cannot accept the fact that we're going backwards. So that was the biggest challenge for me. But other than that, after I talked to a lot more developers, they say that it's totally normal to happen when you're just starting out. And yeah, that's kind of how I got over it, knowing that someone has been in your your shoes before. That was like the only way I got actually got over it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for sharing your experience, Candy. I'm sure it's going to help a lot of beginners. And I can I could totally relate to what you said, because the minute those bugs start uh, coming repeatedly, we start uh, self-doubting we start judging our skills and then we are nowhere in the coding phase. So yeah, this happens and we somehow have to get over it. So far we have had an amazing conversation, but now that we are near to the end of this episode, there's something left before we announce the final closure for today. So the entire theme of this podcast was to discuss the decisions and dreams of people, right? Until now we uh, heard about your ideas, your struggles, and the decisions that you took. So now please tell us about your career aspirations and dreams for future. Uh, what are your plans for your future? So Shubham. Oh, oh my God. Wait. So my dreams and my plans. Okay. Good question. Uh, yeah. So at least on paper, my company gets to a 5 million valuation in three years. Okay. So, you know, that's, that's a plan Mm -hmm. when it comes to uh, the startup, when it comes to the company, but you know, there is this point, which I, you know, really aspire to be, it's about the Indian education. Uh, There are a lot of opportunities in Indian education system. There are a lot of things which, you know, we can, we have to inculcate. I don't want my, uh, my fellow students, my friends to face the same problems, which I, as a student faced. The biggest problem that I as a student faced was I was completely disoriented. I did not know what I actually want to do in my life. I, mm-hmm. I, I had a lot of options. I, I was doing a lot of things, but I was not sure that this is what I, I, you know, it is meant for. This is a very wrong thing we are, that could happen. Okay. So, you know, what I want to do as a, you know, as a, as a founder of this company, I want Indian students to get something, you know, to get the, uh, to get, get a deeper purpose for the education because education is not what you learn. So in the, in the four years of engineering, it's not about engineering that you learn. Okay. It's not about the content that you learn it. You learn how to learn. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. It's a very, it's a very important thing. You need to learn how to learn. Okay. The, this is the importance of education, which, and this sense is, you know, somewhere missing out due to n number of things. So, you know, uh, using all these tech, tech solutions in the education sector, I just want to, you know, make sure that the, the fellow students don't face the same issues and they, they get a, you know, a lot of more insights when they're learning or, or else, uh, I don't want to get too philosophical, but you know, uh, after a lot of hard work, after a lot of struggle, why, why do I need to, you know, still continue doing the same thing every day? Because there is a sense of satisfaction into all this. And, you know, yeah. uh, it's great to see that we, we started, when we started, we were three people. Now my team is of 15 people and it, it, you know, this, this thing is so soothing at the end of the day, when, when I sit back, relax and see where am I today after all this struggle, that's really encouraging. And I guess there is nothing called as dreams and goals. This is what, this is what my goal was. And I'm living the dream, you know, mm-hmm. and when you are living your dream, you, you got, you know, you have to give your hundred percent and I'm just committed to it. So I, I'll ask you a question, Aishwarya. What would happen if you have your lifetime goal of being X, Y, Z and you complete that goal? What would you do after that? Wouldn't the sense of purpose mm. seem like, you know, being lost? Uh, yeah, I got it. I got your point. Right. So that's the point. I, I do have a lot of goals I, on as a company, as a company owner, I have a lot of financial goals. I have a lot of business goals, but the main goal is or the main dream is what I'm doing today. And I guess, you know, everyone should do that. And I've, I've learned it the hard way. So just keep what you uh, love, what mm. you're doing. And I guess that's all. So as a dream, I have a lot of dreams. So I, I want to be the next Google. I want to be the next Apple, but I guess the real dream is what I'm doing right now. This struggle is my real dream, which I'm going through. So that's a great answer. Okay. So Candy, what about you? Um, so for me, I think that maybe I'm also thinking about what um, Shipham's just mentioned, and I think it's very inspirational. But for me, currently, um, for today, what I will be thinking about is because I saw how technology can actually touch that many people. So being able to become a developer is something I do think that's something that really lucky has happened in my life. And um, so to keep on with this journey, I think um, never stop learning and try to use technology to influence more people is probably what I'm aiming for from today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. Both of you, uh, the reason you're going ahead in life is because you believed in yourself. So keep that belief alive. And for your future adventures, I wish you nothing but the best. So, and I I thank you again for joining us and sharing your valuable experiences with us. I'm pretty sure our listeners enjoyed the conversation and found it insightful as much as I did. So thank you for listening and stay tuned for our next episode.